0: I'm <laughs> not your boy scott here from woke societies the channel podcast whatever you want to call this we are here to bring the happenings the news of the day in a fun entertaining way as we always do we are covering ahmad alisa yes the colorado shooter colorado shooter muslim ties to syria blows down narrative to pieces and twitter safety okays racism ladies and gentlemen we have a lot to cover in today welcome in everybody it's great to see y'all and i have little man here and of course. I have my co-host, I find it. What's going on, my friend?
1: What is up, Scott? What's up, Woke fam? Great to to see everybody out there.
0: Great to see everybody as well, man. I hope your uh, weekend was good. Um, I had a pretty boring yesterday um, besides this uh, shooting. Not that this was anything that any of us wanted to happen, but here we are, my friend, and we are here to destroy narratives and to put some sunlight on these demons uh, as we always do on the show. So we have a lot to cover, man, as we always do. Right, little man? We're going to cover it all today. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> He's just ex- as excited as we all are. So great to see everybody here on D Live on Twitch, on the Foxhole.app, on Pill.net, on Clout Hub on Roku, at TV. Great to see everybody. We got everybody in the house today. It's going to be a good show. So we're going to cover it all. We're going to do our news blitz in a moment. And then we'll get to our first ad sponsor for our boys over at Pill.net in just a little bit. So guys, let me know where you're all from in the chat. Let me know what you're having for dinner, and please do not tell me it's tacos cuz I will I will turn this stream off so quick. <laughs> so, without further ado, let's hear a word from our boys over at pill.net for Matt. If you guys haven't made a free account yet, make a free account at pill.net and then take your ass over to thefoxhole.app, the future of live streaming that all it, all it does is support free speech and all of the content creators there as well. So, let's hear a word from Matt real quick. See you guys in a little bit.
1: Step in the virtual haven of Pill.net, where you remain an individual. You are in control. Experience all that Pill.net has to offer. Create dynamic topics with videos, links, text, anything you want,
2: load topics, activate filters, get verified, go live, escape the onslaught of ads and privacy scares. Let's get back to what social media was meant to be on Pill.net.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Matt, for uh, doing that ad for me. I appreciate it, guys. I can't wait to show you what the new pill.net layout was going to look like. I know it was uh, it, the first rollout you guys have seen. I've, been, I've been, These guys have been my sponsor since this past summer, and uh, it's going to look so much cleaner. I've already played around with it. Me and Methods were messing around with it uh, a couple days ago, um, just seeing if there's any bugs, any glitches or anything like that. But it's looking great. I can't wait for you guys to see it. All these upgrades are having a foxhole throughout the uh, days and weeks. And there's a lot of background work going on behind the scenes that you guys don't see. I know Methods talked a lot about it today. There is so much going into these apps that you guys have no idea that are happening. And it's just going to be this place. This is going to be the hub um, for the future. And we're building, we're truly building an empire. And I can't wait for all of you to get on there. Um, So guys, get ready on DLive and Twitch and all those other other platforms. We're getting it set. We're getting it set. But I find it. Are you ready to do the uh, news blitz today, my friend? yeah man let's roll through it let's roll through it man i am ready okay dude i love this first story and you guys are gonna love it too check this out so there's these uh, gun buyback uh, events happening and this one in particular happened out in florida well, the best part about this, ladies and gentlemen, a Florida man um, brought in his homemade 1776 boomsticks at gun buyback. City runs out of cash in 30 minutes, ladies and gentlemen. This is an anti-gun buyback event happening in Pensacola, Florida, and you guys can see the uh, the boomstick he made. It's a four by, uh, two by four with a with some meddling uh, attached to of the pipe man. What looks like a nail or a screw. Um, but this is what people brought to sell uh, to sell to the uh, to the gun buyback groups here So uh, this happened out in Florida It did not go according to plan over the weekend as a local gun club showed up to offer the city by paying actual market value for citizens firearms The only weapons the buyback was able to acquire included BB guns and homemade boomstick 1776 pipe guns, which forced the event to run out of cash in under 30 minutes. (laughs) I love this, man. We know these gun buybacks are nothing but Second Amendment, uh, you know, you know, chipping away at those gun rights, which we're going to certainly talk about today. But my God, dude, somebody even sold a, a flare gun. And the thing is, these cities don't have money the the cities get their money from taxpayers so i know people were saying they went to this event they sold their uh they sold their bb guns and then they went and used that money and went and bought more more guns man what did you think about this
1: (laughs) shout out to the south am i right dang gum this is awesome i want that guy to send me the blueprints for the two by four uh that that's what i want right now thing looks pretty fun actually
0: yeah, man, it's it's so funny, dude. That people would—I mean, it's it's genius. This is how you take over their narratives. This is how you—this is how you do. It. You want to do gun buyback? Sure, we'll we'll bring you some guns. I'm surprised no one brought in a cap gun and tried selling a cap gun. That would have been even better, but it didn't happen. So shout out to everyone down in uh, Pensacola, Florida, for uh, derailing. Uh, This chip at uh, the Second Amendment. I love it. I absolutely love it. In other news, my friend, on CNBC, we were always told to track resignations. I'm not sure if anything's come of that, but we are tracking this one because this one's pretty big. Leon Black uh, quits Apollo months earlier than expected following Jeffrey Epstein uh, investment scandal. This came out yesterday. And Apollo Global Management said CEO Leon Black, who was financially entangled with sex predator Jeffrey Epstein, has left the company earlier than previously announced. Black is blaming it on his wife's health issues, playing a key role in his decision to step down. And Apollo co-founder Mark Rowan has taken over as CEO. I don't know if this means uh, anything I find it, but we were told to track these things and we were, just, we're just mentioning it to, to the fam here. Um, but anyone associated with Epstein and anything he was doing, we have to talk about it, I man. What'd you think?
1: Yeah, and they also know that too. They know they know their name is attached and they've got to come up with something to uh, to get out from underneath this the the pressure that is coming their way because it is coming and very fast so we'll just watch it absolutely and there's going to be some new developments um happening
0: we're going to discuss probably uh maybe tomorrow or on thursday uh with glane maxwell There's uh, the supposedly the prosecutors um, possibly may have lied to get more evidence against her. Um, I'm going to dive more into that uh, tonight to see what happened with it, but there's definitely news coming out about Gawain. So we'll keep an eye on it. But in other news, this is definitely a story I want to touch on real quick because this was just odd to me. Uh, This is from the red state. So we got a, uh, we know Dominion is suing uh, Sidney Powell. They're going after Rudy Giuliani and the whole gang that went after them uh, during the, after the November election. well, Apparently, this was a quote here from Powell's motion to dismiss, and it really confused a lot of people, including myself. But this is what it said. But what is new in Powell's motion to dismiss the lawsuit in it, she claims that no reasonable person would actually take her seriously. And... Apparently, the statement is about what she was saying about Venezuela and all this other election, you know, the election fraud statement she was saying. Um, but it's, it's red state says, except a lot of seemingly reasonable people took her seriously. Her claims were taken seriously by activists, politicians, uh, POTUS. Critics will debate whether or not uh, he is a reasonable uh, person, though. I submit that Donald Trump, for better or for worse, knew exactly what he was doing. And so many other took her claims seriously. We can discuss all day whether or not these are uh, these are all serious people, but enough people in general took her seriously enough that her claim is rather absurd. So I tried diving into this more a little bit, I find and basically what she was saying is Dominion when they filed this lawsuit, they didn't even file it for the right for the right state. And Sidney Powell said pretty much her defense is gonna be I said these things based on the evidence that I had, but the evidence was never able to be presented. So you can't come after me for statements that I said if I wasn't able, ever able to give an opportunity to discuss it. That's what I was able to dig out of this because a lot of these other odds are pretty much saying, um, you guys are all, cra- Sidney Powell is basically saying, you guys are all crazy for believing what I was saying. No reasonable person could believe what I was saying. And that spin to me, man, just doesn't make any sense. We saw all the uh, all the uh, events with Lynn Wood. Um, You know, in all the rallies and stuff, it didn't make any sense at all if that was the case. So what do you think about this?
1: Well, I probably read it the same way as everybody else did, at least the first time. And uh, thank goodness you were able to help me out understanding that a little bit better because I was just like, what do you mean? What do you mean? I can't take you seriously. We all believed you. you.
0: (laughs) We were all behind you. We were loving you. We want to make statues of you. (laughs) Sydney. <laughs> yeah,
1: ex- exactly. But I can also see the other side of just, you know, basically using your rights. And yeah, it's a little bit of law speak in there for just saying this is how I'm going to deal with this. Um, you know, you can't call me a liar if I've not been able to, you know, bring it and prove it. So exactly. And, and that's kind of the, that's kind of what we should all take away from this, because I, I believe that's what she's doing as well. Um, but, you know, it, again, it was hard to read this article. I was getting pretty fired up.
0: Yeah, me too. Because I was seeing all this stuff, and I'm like, I gotta get, I gotta get more information on this right now. Because every everything that I'm seeing, everything I'm seeing right now, is all negative stuff, uh, pointing to this lady. And it kind of make me, it kind of made you feel like a fool, right? And probably made a lot of us feel like fools after reading that. And uh, it is what it is. But we're gonna, I want to wait to see what how this plays out because there's still lawsuits out there apparently that she has to go. So we'll see, we'll see. But something here that never gets old, my friend, is uh, is. DeSantis Ron DeSantis for anyone that lives out in Florida you guys have literally the best governor and I have another sound clip here of him owning owning the media again let's take a watch and listen here we
2: go
0: so first of all that what you're saying is wrong that's that that's a fake narrative so First of all, when we did, the, the first pharmacies that had it were CVS and Walgreens, and they had a long-term care mission. We've done almost 75% of the seniors in Palm Beach,
2: and the reason is because you had the strong retail footprint. And it's wrong, it's wrong, it's a fake narrative. I just disabused you of the narrative, and you don't care about the facts because obviously I laid it out for you in a way that is irrefutable. And so it's clearly not.
0: No, 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 you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. Yes, sir. <laughs> oh, I love it, man! I love it, dude. This is like a this is like a mini Donald Trump wrapped up in just to a smaller man here. But dude, I love I love Ron DeSantis. Anytime he calls these people out, dude, this is the thing. You are untouchable when you are transparent and you just lay out the facts. You're untouchable. And the project I see Project Veritas do this to people. They take people to court all the time and they always win. The uh, these reporters want to keep playing games and they always get egg in their face, man. What would you think?
1: yeah and that's the thing man you can you can back check him he's he stands up there so confident and just shuts them down every single time because he knows what the heck he's talking about he's not going to get caught in a corner you know with some unopened question where he just doesn't know he shuts them down every single time i mean makes me want to move to florida
0: yeah man hopefully we'll be down there soon and it's really funny because i would love i would love to see this man uh, tango with uh, with the press in person Maybe one day when I get down there. We'll have to see. By then, he might be president, so we'll, we'll have to wait. But speaking of uh, president, we have our vice president here um, who was cornered by the, uh, by the media and asked a very specific question if she was going to go visit the border. And this was Kamala Harris. And after her cackle, she said, not today. Well, take a watch. Do you
2: have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> But um, I have before, and I'm sure I will again. Oh, let's watch that one do more time. You, do you have plans to visit the border? Uh, um, not today. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I have before, and I'm sure I will
0: again. I'm glad that's hilarious to her, uh, I find it, that she's literally laughing about the border. Meanwhile, it's a humongous crisis. And uh, we're going to talk about this today, too, as far as distractions away from real problems that are happening at the border. Um, but what do you think about her, our vice president having a good old laugh? Um, she pretty much laughs about anything when she's pressed um, for real answers, and this is what we get.
1: Yeah, it's almost like uh, she says not today, like everybody should know that she's got something more important to do than than go down there. That, <laughs> it, that's what it seems like to me, and her laugh is always the escape route uh, for her emotions, so she doesn't have to show anything. That it's It's so sick every time I see it, man. She's fake as can be. It
0: really is man. it's you know, I didn't really like uh you know Trump, I didn't really like uh Pence too much, but at least we'd uh we'd have coherent coherent thoughts and sentences and not laughing about situations. Oh. And all that good stuff. Yeah, guys, I don't know. My son's on a whole different level tonight. He's uh, he's, he's swimming. He's flying. He's getting my shoulder massage. So just bear with me. He's uh, he's back. He, he missed the last couple of shows. So <laughs> it's it's part of the show. It's, it's, it's what you guys get. And last uh, video I want to show you guys before we get into uh, everything with this shooting and who this guy was, um, the whole entire event, how it played out. Because we're going to play the video, guys, of uh, how this all played out. And... Um, the only last video we I could show you guys here is our our man, Donald Trump. He was doing a video here or an interview here with Fox. And um, Trump always lays it on people just like DeSantis does. And uh, this is going to wrap up our media blitz, ladies and gentlemen, as we get into our funny video of the day here. And then we're going to play the intro and we're going to jump right into the content, my friends. So thank you guys all for hanging out. It's been a great time. For everyone that's still here, thank you. Um, the, best, uh, the best time and best platform to donate on right now is through the Cash App. Accept all donations, I will read your message online, right here live on the show. Send those through uh, the Cash App, links that my mods are dropping, and, uh, and of course, anyone that's on DLive. Uh, the lemons are back on, so you can donate through as well. But they do take a hefty chunk out of the donations on DLive, as they always do. So, without further ado, i find it going to play the funny video of the day here. It's really quick but it's a good one. It's our man, Donald Trump, and I'll see you guys on the other side of the intro. Take a watch.
1: Before I let you go, just real quickly, most presidents, ex-presidents like yourself, do not weigh in at this level. Why did you feel like you needed to on this issue?
2: Well, you called me. I didn't call you, in all fairness, but Thanks for tuning in to the land of the real But it's like the twilight zone, the plan is surreal It'll blow your mind when the plan is revealed Taught to light all
1: the plans you concealed. Grab your flashlight, it's time to go down the rabbit hole. It's dark and hell is hot, dealing with synthetic souls. The tide is turning, patriots are now in control. Apply aggressive pressure right now until they fold, stay woke. Open up guys and keep them healed. All they do is lie, realize how everything is real. The Project Looking Glass, the future is revealed. Future proves past, but there won't be any deals. Wolf Society's fam, you know it's time to go.
2: Grab your popcorn, sit back now, enjoy the show, severe anon on the mic. So come on, enjoy the flow. The wave and and you know it's only gonna grow.
0: All right, we need the intro song as a ringtone. Yeah, I need to get, uh, I need to get, uh, Sevier back on here on the show. And, uh, we can discuss that because I, I have, I can't even tell you. He probably... He probably could have retired off uh, if we were back on YouTube, all the people that we were that wanted to buy that song when it came out. But thank you guys for hanging out, as always, and all that good stuff. Love Cat, Turr, great idea. Miss POTUS and Trump, yeah, we all do. We all do. We got 700 viewers on DLive already, and it's still climbing. Thank you guys so much. We're probably going to cap up around 1,500 viewers tonight, which is a great, great audience. So I find it. what I want to start with tonight. I want to look at this video here. Um, and I got this video here from ZFG uh, Videography. Now, Let's talk about this shooting what happened. I got I heard news that there was another shooting on my phone as as I usually check, and it was out in Colorado. Colorado has seen their fair share of shootings and it's it's unfortunate. I hate these situations when they happen, but you always have to look at what events are going on surrounding it, um, what's happening with Congress. Um, is there other events and news happening around the world that people are really paying attention to, aka the border? Um, all these things have to be looked at, but let's focus in on the uh, shooting itself first and we're going to branch out. So this, uh, this was from a ZFG videography and it just happened to be Uh, This guy has a humongous uh, channel and uh, he just happened to be at the uh, grocery store, my friend, when this happened. So I'm going to play here um, a couple minutes of this. We're going to fast forward through some parts because I want you guys just to see here. This entire situation was weird. Um, It didn't seem really seem like there, you know, the people in the front of the store, they seem kind of just lazy and not. You guys are going to have to watch. I'm sure you've seen a lot of you have seen this, but let's take a look and just see what happens here. Here we go.
2: What's going on? I'm at King Supers in South Boulder. I heard gunshots. They were very close. Uh, someone's down right here. Something just happened here, guys. Someone's down. I'm sure. 911. Did you see which way the shooter went? No. Look, there's people lying in the fucking street, guys. We need 911 here now. We're at King Supers in South Boulder, Table Mesa. We've got injured parties on the f- ground. 911 now, people. We don't know if there's a shooter, active shooter somewhere. Could be in the store. Yeah, he went in there. He went in the store. One right down there. Oh my God, guys, we got people down inside King Supers. So I'm going to fast
0: forward here. So the the shots start going off. The old man here is standing on his phone, and no one's talking about the shooters. You would have to have known the shooter was inside. No one's saying anything until this guy runs up. Just really weird to me. Obviously, there's people on the ground, and all this is happening. And while this is going on, the man with the camera here goes outside, and he starts to walk around the side of the building, which I don't – this is weird to me.
2: (coughs) Guys, this happened fucking – Not even 30 seconds ago, I heard gunshots going. Guys, there's an active shooter! Okay.
0: So... As he's doing this, he's going around the building. Guys, we got an active shooter situation. He walked all the way around the building. He was trying to let people know what was going on, and then the rest of it ensued here.
2: At King Supers in South Boulder in Table Mesa. He's inside the building right now. And the other weird
0: thing is, too, about this, I find it, because I, so I watched a good chunk of this video. Um, there was It took a long time for any police to show up here, a long time. You would think an active shooter uh, would, you know, people will get here. But again, I'm not a police officer. I don't know how to handle these things myself. I'm just an outside observer looking in. And uh, what did you think about um, just the reaction and just the, uh, it just seemed that everybody was kind of just nonchalant in the front. And then, oh, my God, the shooter's inside. To me, that whole entire interaction was just weird.
1: Yeah, every everything was weird about it. I mean, first of all, when he runs up, he starts yelling for somebody to call 911. And what is he holding in his hand? Number two, he sees people laying on the ground and makes no attempt to run towards them for help or, or anything. That's, I mean, that's, that's the first thing that you would do, right? I mean, if you, if you get into a situation, you know that there's danger, you decide you're gonna be the brave one and help people, you run to that person immediately and start trying to see if they're able to be helped, right? I mean, that, and none of, none of this is happening. I mean, it's, it's so just off.
0: It is off, and I just want to give a, just a quick side note. Ten people did die, including a cop, and sh- prayers you know, prayers to their families and all that, of course. None of, no, no one deserves to get taken out like this. Nobody does. It's absolutely horrific, and um, it's awful what happened. The thing is, if, I, if I'm that dude with a camera, and I'm seeing bodies in the parking lot and the ramp coming up, I'm getting the hell out of there. I'm getting the hell out of the store. I wouldn't be standing in front of it. I'd be going to the parking lot to try to find cover, get to my car, and get the hell out of there. That's just me. This guy ran around, you know, you know, yelling in front of the uh, store there, goes on the side, warning people, which I guess is a good thing. But the whole entire thing was just weird to me. And what did we find, man? You know, what did we find? Yesterday, last night, I'm watching this all break down. And all I see on Twitter is a white man, a white, 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 white man. <laughs> That's all I heard, dude. That's all yep. I heard. Across social media, all all, all over social media. This is all I heard about what was going on and literally nothing else. And before there was even an investigation done, before there was even any, uh, you know, press release done, we already had a narrative set on social media and it was running rampant. And we're going to dive into this today, man. But holy crap. You know, I my thing with the whole false flag thing, I am not willing. I can't sit here and say... That, that is exactly what happened here. What I can say for sure, though, is that media and politicians, whether it's done on purpose, it's set up or it's just stuff happens and it's terrible stuff happens in our world. The opportunity to latch onto it and push certain policies and use it as to push a certain narrative to go. That definitely happens. And that these people, especially our politicians, they can sit up there and act like they give a shit about these victims, about the cop that died, because we all know a lot of them are anti-police, defund the police. They go up there and say you know, prayers for the victims, yet a lot of their policies are allowing terrorists and a lot of bad people coming into our country, and no one talks about that. They use these things as opportunistic um, narrative pushes, and that is as far as I'm willing to go. I don't know if these people are, you know, people say crisis actors. People died. People died, as far as we know, and that's as far as I want to push it, man. But here's the thing: the problem I have with all this is that I was seeing a lot of, you know, white supremacy. To how, you know, this is a—he was probably a Trump lover. I even saw some QAnon stuff on him too before there was even anything out. And the worst part about this man today, the news breaks that this guy is a Muslim. He's a Muslim, and you could tell that the media held off. I find it because the media didn't say, you know, the whole white supremacy thing at first. A lot of people on social media were saying that the weird thing about this was how I kind of this is how when you when you watch this stuff all the time, when I didn't see the media put in their headlines, the race of the person, I knew immediately this guy was either either black. That was the shooter or he was Muslim or or another uh, race, because if it was a white guy, it would have been white guy
1: guns down all these other people in another store. Right. Yeah, no, absolutely. Every time you see one of these things happen, that's the first thing that comes on the headline. You're exactly right. And
0: that's what I was waiting for, but it didn't happen. So we got we get these headlines instead, and this is why we follow certain people on social media still. From Andy No, and this is where this is where uh, shit hit the fan for a lot of liberals today because a lot of them were deleting tweets as we're going to see here today. So breaking: the suspect in the Boulder, Colorado mass shooting, um, where ten people were murdered, has been identified as Ahmed Al Alisa or Al Alsa. And when I saw that, I found it, I immediately knew, oh, here we go. This is going to get memory hold. As soon as I heard the name, as soon as we found out this guy was Muslim, this does not go with their narrative whatsoever. And he was first described as a white male. His social media, which was immediately deleted, shows he was a religious Muslim who posted frequently about Islamophobia. And that's the thing, man. I even would try to go on his Facebook as soon as I could. Facebook scrubbed it. You couldn't even go back on the Wayback Machine or the archives, my friend, and find anything on this dude. When you, this is why I'm saying, people that say this stuff is coordinated, a lot of this is set up. The fact that the stuff is scrubbed so quickly, it really makes you think and wonder: Is it? Is this? Or is this just so opportunistic and they just deleted it that quick? I don't know. But look at this. These are the pictures that we. Uh, this was him getting arrested. Um, he clearly has blood. Uh, going down his leg. You can tell he's, uh, his leg is uh, red there. And, but as you go through, these were just some of his posts here on Facebook. The Muslims at the Christ Church Mosque were not the victims of a single shooter. They were the victims of the entire Islamophobia industry that vilified them. And as you go along here, so Mary wears a hijab and Jesus doesn't eat pork and prays on his knees and hands. They're both Muslims. It's obvious. And more, if, if they... <laughs> Yeah, if these racist Islamophobic people would stop hacking my phone and let me have a normal life, I probably could. So this this guy obviously had some issues with, uh, you know, people harassing him if, or being bullied and whatnot. But as you go down here, you're going to see more uh, more pictures on his social media about exactly what this guy was into, and apparently, not it's not surprising at all. He was a Trump hater. Uh, he says here, he he inherited a growing economy and the unemployment rate was low. was low. The economy was on an upward spiral. He won because of racism. And I just want you guys to notice here, um, as we go through these, look at the articles he's quoting and sharing. This one's from TheIntercept.com. He was also on another one from PBS. And as we go here, you guys saw that one already. This was another one. Oh, from The Washington Post. And he says Trump's such a dick in talking about uh, the Trump approach to refugees and all that stuff. He was a big proponent of, uh, of, you know, people coming into this country, just like they're happening now. Migrants coming to this country and he's totally okay with it. And this last one here. Oh, people, listen to me in earnest. Worship Allah. Say your five daily prayers fast during the month of Ramadan and give your wealth and zakat. Perform Hajj if you can afford to, the last sermon of Prophet Muhammad. And I just want to make sure, this is very clear, ladies and gentlemen, I have nothing against Muslims or anybody or any religion that they decide to uh, take part in. That is up to you, and that's fine. I don't care. As long as you're a law-abiding assistant, not using it um, to justify killing people and just, you know, being a disgusting human being, I'm fine with whatever you do. But the problem here is, my friend, this dude's not white. He's a Muslim, and we also found out he was born in Syria, This guy was born in Syria and he's got ISIS uh, sympathizers as well. And this is how I know, man, this isn't going to, this is going to get memory hold very quickly. But what did you think about all these Facebook posts and the social media?
1: Man, it just, it's crazy that, that it comes right now. It's, it's crazy that he put up all of this stuff. And yet that's not the part that's getting screened on the news. I mean, I get, we expected at this point, And I'm trying so hard not to just go ahead and jump over that line and say, this is all a setup. You know, I'm, I'm really trying not to, because I want to, I want to see it from every angle. Um, and, and just pretend for a minute that it's all organic and that this all really happened the way that we're seeing it. But there's just too many things pointing to, you know, this not going the way that we think it is. So I don't know, man. There's a lot of hate in this guy, uh, especially for us, for anybody that voted for Trump. And and you can just see the anger right there on his social media. It's telltale for everything that he did. So
0: absolutely, man. One hundred percent. And the thing is, too, um, we're seeing it, he seems like he was filled with a lot of hate and a lot of vitriol. And he carried this out in violence, which I would say this is definitely a terrorist attack. He went in. He gunned down these people and we're still waiting for a motive, which we kind of, I don't think we really need to, uh, we're going to have to wait and uh, be rocket scientists to figure out what the motive was. But we can definitely tell this was somebody that was uh, not, not a uh, pro pro, uh, not white, not pro second amendment, not all these sticking points that the, uh, the left try to stick to white Nazis and nationalists and whatever else they want to call, call people that support Trump. But it completely fell through. And as this, as this uh, was, as we're getting more information and gathering more information, we find out a little bit more about this person from Jack Posebiak, saying national security agencies were are tracking information that Boulder shooter Ahmed Al Alisa planned to travel to Syria in summer of 2020, but was unable due to COVID lockdown. Per White House official, I wonder. I find it why this dude was trying to go to Syria of all places. Um, just back in uh, 2020, and it gets better, my friend. Early information from a national security agency suggests the Boulder shooter planned to target the Trump rally in Colorado Springs, February 2020, but decided to wait until the next one um, on March 13th in Denver. But it was canceled due to COVID, per White House official. Thank God. To me, man, this is not a this is this is a straight up terrorist. This is a homegrown domestic terrorist here that came from Syria. And wanted to carry out acts against uh, against Trump and his followers. And thank God it didn't happen. But you can definitely say, see here that this dude had some vitriol and wanted to cause some serious damage. And uh, this is what's not being talked about in the news by any means, my friend.
1: Yeah, he had too much. He had a lot of pressure build up. I mean, if if any of this that that Jack is saying is uh, you know completely true or whatever if he was really going to target certain things, um, if he was communicating with people from, you know, foreign enemy countries, as we want to call it, whatever, man, it it just... These people, there's more than him, you know, that this to me, this happened during um, during Obama's administration, where this sort of rose up in a way. And to me, it was like he's he's one of those people that just hated Trump so bad that this is as long as he can hold it. And it politically, religiously, all of it, it just came to a head with him. And this is his hate coming out. You know, that's that's what this looks like.
0: It's absolutely hating. Real quick, Amalia, thanks so much for the uh, donation. Thank you for yesterday's date was three twenty two. <laughs> no problem, Amalia. Thank you so much for the uh, donation. No man, it's it's really bad. It's absolutely really bad. And what I what I want people to really get from uh, t- the takeaway from this is, I I just remember so many people getting canceled and platforms getting canceled for promoting um, real world violence, dude. I the the main thing that was used against us uh, on when we had YouTube was. We we were supposedly promoting information that would translate to real world violence. And without any proof of that whatsoever against all of mine and my friends' channels, we were deplatformed and, and platforms themselves were getting deplatformed because they supposedly housed these people, right? The thing right. is, this dude was straight up on Facebook. He was all over Facebook and they scrubbed it. And by their own standards, they should they themselves should be canceled according to what they did to others. Same thing for Twitter. It's all the same thing. But Facebook immediately removed access to any of his uh, to any of their stuff people were able to grab it um, before they got to it. But everything was removed. Like I said, uh, archive.is and the Wayback Machine and Google uh, Google's cache, all of them wiped out. And similarly, Alisa believed he was under attack from racist Islam- Islamic people who were hacking his smartphone and the thing is all around the same time on June 1st, he also shared a post from PBS with the caption, "Why refugees and immigrants are good for America." So the thing is, man, we know, we know he was reading uh, the Washington Post, as it says it right here. Uh, later on the same day, he shared another article from the from the Intercept, which we show, which we also show you guys, and wrote, "Trump inherited a growing economy and the unemployment rate was low. The economy was on an upward spiral. He won because of racism." So. What I wanted to show to people and the main takeaway from all this today: what we see here is misinformation made by the mainstream media from multiple sources. This this kid thought he was he thought he was being. Uh, my son just pulled out the light. One second, guys, hold on. Hey, buddy, can you go in there? Thank you. All right. So he was reading all this information. And then he put out these claims and then he took action. To me, I find it, this was, this is why I'm saying the media is the enemy of the people. I've said it for a while now. And there's, he's taking all the information, uses it, gets this narrative stuck in his head that there's people. And yes, I'm sure there's people out there that don't like Muslims or they're completely racist towards Muslims. I'm not saying it doesn't exist. This kid had a, had a mental issue, it looks like. And he thought he was being, you know, bullied. He was paranoid and he was reading these articles. And what happens, man, it translates into events like this. So when we talk about, you know, people like us getting censored because they're afraid of what we talk about could lead to real world con- uh, real real world consequences and actions. This right here, man, is the prime example of what this looks like and it actually happened. There's proof of it now compared to. Just these these ghost instances of racism and um, these events that never happened when we talk about it. So, what do you think about that, man?
1: Yeah, no, I think you're right on the fact that it's he's a product of of everything on the left. He's a product of the mainstream and what they have been pushing, what their narratives that they've been going with for all of this time. And you know, it's it's amazing to me that that people like him, you know, that before he went and did these horrible acts they couldn't see that somebody like you Scott who who was just getting up there and talking about the news for all this time that's all it was you got mods in the chat that are not letting people talk about violence and you're not you're not inciting violence obviously and you <laughs> get kicked off of every single platform out there and yet this dude can get on facebook and just scream hate at the top of his lungs and never be touched nope and then we end up with something like like this and, and you know obviously just a horrible situation and we can look back at some of this and it was like, okay, we'll see, see how y'all allowed this, you know, the mainstream media, it's like, see how y'all did this. And, and, and they will not take responsibility for that at all. No, man, that's the thing
0: they should though. They should, but the thing, the thing, what we're learning the left, they're not held accountable for anything. And you guys are going to see a thread here from Caleb Hull on Twitter of exactly what we're talking about. These are a lot of these people, are writers for the mainstream media. This is their thread. Look at, look at, these are the people that write, these hit, these uh, write articles for the press for people to consume on a national level. Look at this. This is a Deadspin editor, Julie DeCaro. Extremely tired of people's lives depending on whether a white man with an AR-15 is having a good day or not. Here we are with a white man, number one. And as we go down here, um, she goes on to, so many comments on it, says it's always an angry white man, always and, and they are always angry about women. And the worst part about this is, he says it here. I also saw this Facebook post somewhere else. What makes this one even more ironic is that the shooter posted to his Facebook about needing a girlfriend. Jesus. <laughs> but, yes, but yes, it's about women. Uh, here we go. This one's probably the best one out there. Activist feminist author. How she reacted when she thought the shooter was white versus when he turned out to be Muslim. When he, when she thought he was white, the shooter, it, the shooter is was taken into custody. In other words, it was almost certainly a white man. Again, if he were black or brown, he would have been dead. Oh, but wait, we found out he's a Muslim. Let's mourn the victims, but not glorify the killer with the attention of having his name widely known. <laughs> okay,
2: Jesus. okay,
0: Amy. Wow, how things change quickly. And as we go down here, when a white guy with an AR fifteen shoots and kills a bunch of people, is the motive? Re- uh, reality relevant. Spoiler alert on the motive. He was having feelings, anger, inadequacy, invisibility, impo- and, uh, impotence, not special. And, man, we see just so many examples of this. And this is what I'm saying here. This is one of the worst ones. CJ Werleman. Wor- uh, the suspected gunman in the Boulder, Colorado, mass shooting is a white guy. Seven reported dead. Q mental issues, bad day, parking dispute, or anything else other than what he most likely is, a white domestic terrorist and ladies and gentlemen this was going rampant all over Twitter thousands and thousands and thousands of likes and shares and Twitter had no issue with it absolutely none we even know who this guy was what his motive was and we are already calling this guy a white uh, supremacist domestic terrorist he is a he is a terrorist but he definitely isn't white and the thing is one of the mention I find it, um, that he he had mental issues, and we'll just get that into a second because the the, the best one that we have here, we have Kamala Harris's uh, niece uh, also weighed in uh, yesterday, my friend. This is the delete now deleted tweet that we saved. The Atlanta shooting was not even a week ago. Violent white men are the greatest terrorist threat to our country, and as we go here, she deletes it. And her her explanation is even worse than the first one. I deleted a previous tweet about the suspect in Boulder, in the Boulder shooting. I made an assumption based on his being taken into custody alive and the fact that the majority of mass shootings in the U.S. are carried out by white men. (laughs) Dude. (laughs) This is, ladies and gentlemen, this is the niece of the vice president. What do you think, man?
1: And that that tells she said it right, right there. If if somebody's taken into custody, they just want to automatically assume that he's white. That's where everybody grabbed that at. That's where everybody that, that were watching these tweets and, and posts, they grabbed it off of that. And I'm just gonna use uh, Kyle, you know, Kyle Rittenhouse as an example because that's what they screamed about whenever he, you know, did his thing, everything happened to him, was that they didn't just like run and tackle him or shoot him or or whatever. And so they ran with that narrative that if you're taken into custody, well, then you must be white. And if you're killed on site, well, then you're any other color. And it's just not fair. And they think that that happens for every single arrest, for every everything that happens uh, that, as a crime in this country. And, man, it just shows the ignorance that nobody, not one of these people, was willing to wait or look for the facts. They just went to screening.
0: Nope. So- and just one yeah, just the other example that I had here from andy no he's it's it's the guy c j. Worldman, which I just said here Andy no just retweets him and says, no, he's a Muslim immigrant from syria he's not white whatsoever, so the thing is man, what I'm waiting to hear now is because now that the media knows he's Muslim, he's not white, now what are they going to blame they're going to blame guns, and they're always their go to mental illness and the funny thing is these journalists were literally joking around saying that when they thought he was white, mental illness was going to be the excuse to let him get off. But this is the funny thing is that's exactly where they're trying to go with this. And on top of it here, we all know how we trust the FBI right right now. We all know and trust the FBI is doing the right thing and investigating things that really that actually matter. So the problem is what's is going to blow your mind? Maybe not blow your mind. would be surprising. The FBI actually had this guy on their radar in 2018, and this is from the New York Times article today. And by the way, he was carrying, from what we could find here, uh, an AR-556 semi-automatic pistol, which is a shortened version of an AR-15-style rifle. Apparently, that's what he was carrying. But on top of it, I want to show you guys, the suspect's identity was previously known to the FBI because he was linked to another individual under investigation by the Bureau, according to a law enforcement official. When he was a a senior at Arvada West High School, Mr. Alyssa was convicted in 2018 of a misdemeanor assault against another student in a classroom and told the police at the time it was in retaliation for insults and ethnic taunts. Fellow students recall him as having a fierce temper that would flare in response to setbacks or slights, and now... Uh, Mr. Alyssa's brother described him in the Daily Beast as mentally ill, paranoid, and antisocial. And that could very well be the case, my friend. But the thing is, are they going to now use this mentally uh, ill narrative as the reason now and to just blanket the entire thing and not talk about that he came from Syria or that he's Muslim or that he's not white? Is this what we're going to do here? And again, man, which we're going to talk about in just a second, the FBI knew who this guy was, but again, failed to stop another terrorist attack. What a shock.
1: Yeah, it never, it never amazes me how lazy they are. I mean, dude, people died because they didn't do their job. That's, that's what this really comes down to. And whenever you've got somebody targeted like that from a couple of years back, if you've got their name, if you've got instances, if you know about they're, I don't, I don't know, if, if you know about their hate uh, towards something and, and they are showing signs of taking action in a very, very dangerous way, then why the heck would you just turn the blind eye? And you can see what happens whenever that's done again. You know, it's just, it's just terrible work from, from, a, from one of our three-letter agencies yet again, um, but it only takes an hour to go find a rope in a garage. And that's, you know, again, that's, <laughs> yeah. just, that's just what we're having to deal with, you know?
0: Exactly. And the thing is, too, when when I see that the FBI knew who this person was and they they considered him a low priority, I just want you guys to remember exactly how many instances the FBI just they knew and were tipped off about certain situations and did not act. This is from the conservative treehouse and the FBI knew in advance uh, of the Pulse nightclub shooter Omar Mateen and were tipped off by the local sheriff. The FBI knew in advance of the San Bernardino, uh, San Bernardino terrorist, Tashkeen Malik. The FBI knew in advance of the Boston Marathon bombers, the ter- uh, ter- Tassanera brothers, tipped off by the Russians. The FBI knew in advance of the Garland, Texas shooters, Elton Simpson and Nadir Sufi. The FBI knew in advance of the Parkland High School shooter, Nicholas Cruz. The FBI knew in advance of the Four Hood shooter, Nadel Hassan. And now the FBI knew in advance of Ahmad al uh, Alisa. Those are just t- off the top of my head. Anyone else know what's a pattern? And meanwhile... The political FBI agents chase the ghost of mysteriously invisible white supremacists conducting random acts of unidentified racism. Man, this picture right here is not something I'd want to see from a federal investigation um, arm of the government getting on their knees and getting down for, for what? For a group that promotes Marxism? For a group that promotes Marxism and communism. That's what they're getting on their knees for. They're chasing white supremacy ghosts. They poured in so many resources into finding out who all those people that, stormed the quote, stormed the Capitol. And they broke the law, they broke the law, but I've never seen, I've never seen anyone, uh, an organization miss so many things when they were tipped off, and this is what we're left with. And to top it all off, man, this entire thing, the biggest question, did any of this really happen too much under Trump? Because I feel like ever since Biden got in, All these instances are are starting to happen up again. The shootings are ramping up again. And what was what was uh, what was the Senate Judiciary Committee uh, talking about today? I find it. Let me just think. Oh, that's right. They were talking about gun reform. And just so happens that we have two shootings, two shootings that happened right before this today. What a coincidence.
1: Yeah, I know. It's almost like they uh, they they needed to change a couple more people's minds. So this sort of pops up in the news and everybody talks about it and, and they can use that as a, you know, obviously a recent example and go, but look at this and try to sway people. And man, it, when this sort of thing happens, it's it's like you said at the beginning, we have to look at all things that are happening everywhere because it, it all seems like it's just too convenient,
0: doesn't it? It's all too convenient, man. This is why I don't bash people, you know, with saying it's a false flag. Me, myself, I'm not willing to go that far because we just don't know. There's no we can we can see instances in um, and, uh, you know, irony and, you know, coincidences. And I don't believe coincidence really too much, man. But until we have solid evidence, I'm not going to sit here and say it was. But they are certainly using this as an opportunity. And the FBI, they choose what they want to investigate. And they choose what not to investigate. And to me, that is the bigger question as to why these things weren't acted on. And some things are. And you can't sit here and tell me that it's, it's, it's fair on both sides. Because it's absolutely not the case at all. Just want to give a quick out, uh, shout out to my uh, everyone that's donated. Gary, thank you so much. Yeti says, hate should have no place in America. Gary, I absolutely agree with you, man. There should be no hate in America. Against any race. No religion. I'm totally for that. Uh, Steve. For Stephen, for God picked uh, sex and race. For others, he added stupid too. <laughs> Absolutely, man. I totally, I totally agree with you, one hundred percent. But the thing is, man, um, Biden's getting his uh, marching orders, and we've 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 always heard that Obama would be a shadow president to Joe Biden, and it certainly seems like this today. This came out today from pre- uh, former President Obama, talking about the whole situation, giving um, saying prayers to so the uh, uh, Eric Talley that died he was a police officer that died in Boulder and of course he's going to throw this in it is long past time for those the power to fight this epidemic of gun violence to do so it'll take time to root out the disaffection racism and misogyny that fuels so many of these senseless acts of violence but we can make it harder for those with hate in their hearts to buy weapons of war, we can overcome opposition by cowardly politicians and the pressure of a gun lobby that opposes any limit of the ability of anyone to assemble an arsenal. We can and we must. And of course, man, not too long after we hear that, we get this from our, our lame duck president. Listen, here we go.
2: While well, we're still waiting for more information regarding the shooter, his motive, The weapons he used, the guns, the magazines, the weapons, the modifications that apparently have taken place to those weapons that are involved here. I don't need to wait another minute, let alone an hour, to take common sense steps that will save the lives in the future and to urge my colleagues in the House and Senate to act. We can ban assault
0: weapons and high capacity magazines. And that's as far as I'm going to take that little uh, snippet from Joe Biden, my friend. The problem is with all this, we all know this is where it's going. They're literally just going to be taking guns out of citizens' hands, law-abiding citizen hand, citizens' hands. And you know what's going to change, my friend? Absolutely nothing. It yeah. doesn't curtail the criminals from getting their hands on weapons. It just You just unarm citizens that would need it for protection. And now they're going to be left completely unprotected if this if anything were to be carried out. Um I don't I don't know if Joe Biden's going to push an executive order on this. I don't know if he'll go that far. He could. He could cuz it certainly
1: seems like where it's going. But are you surprised by this? No, I'm not. And I'm just going to go ahead and and make a little prediction here is that because Biden stood up there and said that we're going to look at his modifications at his magazines. We're going to look at everything that happened okay. All right, fine. So I'm going to go ahead and say that he bought that gun legally, that he modified it himself underneath the laws that are that are present right now, and that's what was used. Now, in reality, a lot of the times these guns that are, that are modified like this, they don't do it the legal route. They they go about it a lot of different ways, and if, if this is – if this is set up, if it is you know being pushed out there as a narrative for them to to shut down gun rights for people, then it would it makes me want to assume that that gun that the guy was using was bought legally, so that they can blame the laws. You know that that would be the perfect little scenario for them to to run with, right?
0: Yeah, man. That, that's that's the thing. If the, the what I want to show people because we're talking about you know Joe Biden wants to enact more gun laws, and dude, the thing is. Even people out here that I've seen, you can buy you know the guns that are legal here. But I, plenty of my friends and people that I've seen, they go and mod they modify them themselves. Yeah, and they bring them to states um, where they're able to um, they're able to shoot them. I, I literally I won't ever forget this story. This is complete side note, but I remember going to a shooting range. This was in 2012, man, when Obama was gonna you know this was the last time that. The last time people really thought guns were going to get messed with, because I went to Gander Mountain out in Pennsylvania, and there was probably hundreds, hundreds of people, dude. We waited all day. I waited three hours for a background check. I won't ever forget it. We all got our guns. And we went back home to New York. The thing is, we, uh, my buddy added like a red dot or something. It was some, I think it was like a red dot. We went to a shooting range, and the guy there literally told him to take half of his gun apart because it was illegal, and he couldn't shoot it because it had a red dot and, a, and an extended mag in it had more than 10 bullets. Thank you, Andrew Cuomo. And he had to take his gun apart, and he just said, screw it, I'm just going to leave. Just going to leave. <laughs> That's <laughs> you know? so ridiculous. You know what I mean? So this is the – and I see a stay awoken D-Live. Scott, when are you waking up early to join Coffee and Chill? Um, I won't know about Coffee and Chill, but there's going to be afternoon shows starting tomorrow, so don't let me forget about that. Um, but, yeah, man, this is this is exactly what happened in the in – the, just to uh, just a quick uh, end on that little story. the gun I brought was a tw- was a uh, 12 gauge uh, I shot a slug, and the slug went through his wall <laughs> the back of his out the back of his building, and we ended up getting thrown out. <laughs> so that was the last time that we went to that driving range, but yeah, it was a pretty shitty one. but anyways, the problem is, man, uh, Biden's talking about more gun control, and out in boulder Colo- Boulder, Colorado. It is just as bad or worse than the laws out here in New York, and Marjorie Taylor Greene pointed this out perfectly today. Colorado has everything the left has already asked for, and this is why it's a joke to me. They already had universal background checks. They had red flag gun seizure laws, high capacity magazine bans, a passing gun control grade from Gifford's Courage, and it still didn't stop a thug like Ahmad Alisa from murdering Americans. And dude, that's the point about all this. About all of this, right?
1: Yeah. Yeah, man. I mean, it would look, so uh, this is one of the first thoughts that I had, because obviously I'm down here in the South. There's literally every single person in the Walmart or the gas station. They all have a gun on them. Like that's, that's just, that's just normal. Everybody's gone through training. We all carry. All right. And my first, one of my first thoughts about this after I was, you know, pissed off about people, you know, being killed, obviously was that What would have happened if every one of those people were carrying? What would have happened if all the people that were in that store had been carrying legally? This guy could have been stopped. I mean, he could have been stopped early on, uh, you know, maybe before anybody had to die. Uh, And it just... Like you said, man, she she points it out perfectly because this is a state where gun laws are very strict. You have to go through rigorous processes to even be able to, to carry and stuff like that. And it's just crazy to me that whenever these these states get called out for. There's are strict gun laws. And that's where a lot of the crime is happening that nobody wants to talk about that. You're not going to catch that on mainstream media. They they act like it's not the reason. And we yep. keep telling them, man, criminals are going to get guns however they want. So why aren't you keep trying to take them away from the, from, you know, legal buyers. It's just nuts to me.
0: And this is what I'm going to show everybody here. Now, this is why all this falls on deaf ears, including me, man, with all these you no know, gun control laws and it's guns, 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 man, guns have been in this country since this, you know, before even America was, you know, that's not true, actually. Guns, guns have been in this country for a very long time. For a very long time. And the problem is, man, We I, I remember since last year we got stats of, um, since COVID hit, of all the shootings. We would get the stat numbers of shootings every day, every weekend in New York City and Chicago. Just this past weekend, man, 15 were shot on Monday and two died in Chicago. But no one gives a shit about this. Nobody. And this is why I'm saying, whether you think they're false flag events or not, the media, they choose, their, whoever their puppet masters are, they choose to rein in on one story, it fixes a narrative, and they go with it. Whether it was set up or not, this is how they operate. But out in Chicago, where people are literally shot and killed every single day, nobody cares. And again, it's a Democrat stronghold city. Funny how that works, I find it. That's another trend that we always see here. But the other problem that I have with it, man, is what whatever we've been really talking about the last you know the last week, right? It's the it's been the border and how yeah. we're how more every single day more and more of um, evidence is coming out that things are super bad down there. They're really bad. And what happened? What came out yesterday? Uh, on top of it, I find it. Project Veritas put out their video of what they got and their pictures of what these places look like. Instead of cages, they're just in large storage rooms. Um that have steel walls and they you guys are gonna see the pictures here. This is from Axios. These came out yesterday. And look, does does that look does that look kosher to you for COVID and what are, and all these other guidelines that these people have to follow? I don't know, man. These don't look good to me. None no. of these look good to me. And we're not gonna have time to play the Project Veritas video, but that's okay. Um but either way, you guys saw the pit they do they remind me of um they all look like wrapped up uh, hot dogs in tinfoil. That's, yeah, that's what they remind me of. And they're all in these rooms. It's hot. It's muggy. They're they're building. Joe Biden's going to build hotels for these people. Millions of dollars. Meanwhile, veterans are still sleeping on the streets in our country. And these people are given a free pass, man. The thing is, dude, if we really wanted to, we should go um, hop over the border to Mexico. Um, completely uh, just strip our citizenship away and come back in. And we're going to live completely rent free. All you have to do is be a, a Joe Biden supporter. That's all you have to do.
1: Yeah, man. I mean, you get the t-shirt and you got a, you got a good retirement fund right there, but you know, it's like you, you see these pictures, dude, and we get to make these comparisons now. Cause like, think about California, think about New York, all these places where you can't even have 10 people inside of a restaurant. You can't have, you know, (laughs) lines, you're having to stand six feet apart on these little, these little duct tape markers on the floor and, even during Biden's campaign, every time you went to one of every time you saw that on TV or whatever, everybody was inside of a circle and all of this just retarded shit. And then we see pictures like this where people are just piled on top of each other and it's like, wait, wait a minute, wait a minute. Y'all are trying to hide this, really? No, oh hell no, man. And that's what. thank God for Baritas coming through yet again because we get to call this crap out, man. I mean, there's no way that this should be happening. if it's rules for everybody else, it should be rules for them too, and they don't want to admit that.
0: That's it. That's it, man. I totally agree with everything you just said. It's it's 100%. And this is this is where I want to just uh, tie this all up in a nice bow. Just a quick headline here, and this is going to be my last take on it before we move to our clowns tonight. From Zero Hedge, human tra- uh, traffickers make up to $14 million per day in February border rush. $14 million per day, man. We- we're in the wrong business, my friend. We are in the wrong business. If all we had to do was get people across the border, $14 million a day, I could do that. I could certainly do that. But all-, all jokes aside, while all this is going on, Joe Biden and his administration is talking about this. The media is talking about this. You, the true enemies are the ones that are in, that are supposedly in power right now and the media is against them it's big tech it's the mainstream media and the, and the uh this 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 lame duck administration that's uh that's that's in power supposedly right now the problem that i have with all this man we are the american citizens that live here that pay their taxes we're getting shit on and while it's happening while joe biden is out here virtue signaling to the entire country talking about asian hate and all these other things about about you know people getting shot in guns. He's virtue signaling to the American citizens, the ones that are awake. And we're all staring back. And I'm like, dude, we know exactly what's going on. We aren't stupid. We are literally watching you hold the door open and inviting these same people in. And I'm not saying all of them are terrorists. I'm sure some of them are truly down and out, but no one's testing them. No one's biologically testing their uh, their genealogy to know if these people are their real parents or not. No one's doing it. Joe Biden is literally laughing in your face, telling you we're going to take the guns. And meanwhile, he's got his hand with the door open on the southern border, allowing these people in. And you're not going to sit here and tell me, man, you won't ever convince me that some of these people coming in are not terrorists themselves. And it's it's business as usual. And these people making 14 million dollars a day just from a February report to get people across the border. Dude, it is it is full game on, and Joe Biden's laughing in her faces, and so is the entire world again, laughing at her demise, while Joe Biden keeps the door open on the border, letting more terrorists in. Man, this shit stopped when, but when Trump was uh, when Trump was uh, president. Yeah, was there certain certain things that happened? Um, some uh, you know, events that there are some events that did happen while Trump was here. It wasn't a perfect, a perfect four-year presidency. But you know what stopped these stories about ISIS, uh, Islam um muslim terrorist attacks that shit stopped man it seemed to completely just disappear And two months in with biden here we are again man your thoughts
1: yeah yeah you're you're exactly right and it's it's kind of like seeing that old world that old reality that we had to deal with for eight years just come swinging right back around in our faces again and it's 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 sorry to look at but you know Man, so these, these people, these coyotes and everything, look, I've, I've, got, I've got friends or family or whatever that, that have worked in Border Patrol, and they will do anything to, to get across the border. They you know hide drugs in, in, in tires and bottoms of vehicles. Y'all have seen people getting pulled out of tankers. Y'all have seen that kind of stuff before. And uh, I'm with you that there is a lot of these people that really are just trying to find safety, just trying to find opportunity. But there is a certain percentage of them who are not there's a certain percentage of them who actually just come across to do business and then jump back right back over and then come across again. Like that is their business is, is coming over here to sell drugs, the cartels, everything like that, man. And they see opportunity and they have it. There is opportunity there for them. There's opportunity for these criminals to just go ham on the border right now because they're not being policed like they were before. Uh, when you've got Trump's policies getting taken away like this, hand, you know, hand over mouth or whatever, it's it's just it's crap. And that we know it. We know what's going on, man. You see numbers like fourteen million a day. Are you joking me? <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's good money, man. Dude, that is insane. And and I'm not saying. What they're doing is they're actually like just helping people get from point A to point B. They get paid, bam, they move on to the next little group of people. So it's just that's crazy to me, man. We can keep going. It is crazy. <laughs> I
0: mean, no, it's, it's it's infuriating. How can you not be infuriated by that? But just real quick before we get into our second sponsor and then clowns, um, thank you so much, uh, Amelia. Again, Skull Bones three twenty two yesterday. Date uh, three twenty two. No coincidence. Now, that was a great point. I didn't even catch that. Very good point. And, Waleska, thank you so much. Thanks for the real updates, of course, Waleska, Anytime, thank you so much for the donations. It's keeping this channel going. I can tell you that while we rebuild on all platforms and all that good stuff. But, ladies and gentlemen, this is going to bring us right to our second sponsor of the show. And right after that, don't leave because we're going to be doing clowns, and it's going to be a good one. we got Candace Owens here um, lighting people up because apparently, man— you can send pictures of Ku Klux Klan hoods to black people and apparently to Twitter. I'm not joking. Apparently to Twitter safety does not break their uh, their their terms of service. I'm not joking. But before we even get to that, let's get into tonight's sponsor. Ladies and gentlemen, I've been talking about uh, my mom's business for a while. We're here again. We are doing all health promoted uh, sponsors for right now. And this is no different here at LulaWellness.com. So. The Breakthrough M2 is a fast, effective, healthy weight loss program that uses homeopic liquid drops in a structured, balanced diet. The drops support the body's ability to help clean and get rid of abnormal toxic fat that your body doesn't need, which is the abnormal fat. While on the program, you'll take your drops three times a day before breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We use detailed food lists and the exact amounts that help you easily plan your breakfast, lunch, and dinner. You will drink 90 ounces of water or half your body weight in ounces of water, whichever is greater every day. And in five to six weeks, the average weight loss for women is 20 to 25 pounds, and men can lose 30 to 40 pounds. Doing a program teaches you how to make the best decisions for your body to help you keep the weight off. This can be the last diet you ever do. So ladies and gentlemen, when you go and sign up, this is what it'll look like. This will get your consolation phone call with a coach, You'll learn everything and anything you need to know about this diet. I did it myself. I lost 24 pounds in two weeks. It works. I'm doing this in stages. I know we all have COVID uh, weight to lose in the spring, and summertime is coming. It's was 65 degrees here in New York today. It's getting warmer out, guys, and you don't want to have that dad bod. I can promise you that. So go sign up at AlulaWellness.com. Get that consolation call and talk to my mom and my sister. They're all there, great staff and they will help you and just remember when you support my sponsors you support this show all right i find it <laughs> i know it's your favorite part it's your favorite part are you ready to do clowns my friend
1: dude i'm so ready for the clowns the clowns <laughs> let's do it
0: are coming here we go okay ladies and gentlemen who is our first clown our first clown is sports illustrated why is that? Well, I'm sure the guys that are still straight that look at Sports Illustrated were not pleased with this by any means. Sports <laughs> Illustrated swimsuit issue features its first trans women of color. Man, not only I find it, not only they find a trans person, they found one of color. They really they really checked off all the boxes to make sure they wouldn't get canceled by the left. But my God, dude, there, uh, there it is. There it is. Not really impressive to me by any means, but dear lord, dude, I remember looking at uh, Sports Illustrated as a as a younger as a younger man, and that was one of the go-to's. If uh, one of our older siblings, you know, whoever friends, brother had it, we all try to steal it, see who the still get the Sports models. But now, dude, now the kids, now they're gonna be looking at uh, looking at guys. Essentially, what you think about this,
1: <laughs> dude? This makes me cringe. I, ugh. Are you kidding me, man? They they definitely checked all their boxes, <laughs> didn't they? Uh, but that that's it's kind of a it's kind of the end of an era, isn't it? I mean, it's like <laughs> the Sands, Sands. you're right, Sports dude. Il- Sports Illustrated was like the jam. You're and, absolutely uh, the end of an era. <laughs> it's ruined.
0: It is ruined. And guys, I know I kept the image up for just a short amount of time. People are throwing up the chat. That's why I only left it up for a uh, just a second, guys. You guys, you guys are always going to get full transparency with me, but I didn't go as transparent. But my lord, I showed my wife that picture, and she's like, "You can just tell by the thighs and the hips; those are uh, those are some man legs." And I, I, I had to agree. I had to agree, and then I immediately stuck this into a safe folder, and I didn't look at it again till now, man. So, clown number one, thanks for Sports <laughs> Illustrated for ruining a longtime tradition among guys and young men. That like to, you know, if they're shopping with their mom when, you know, magazines on the cover, we'd always go there, man. This is just, this is, this is personal experience. I'm, I'm not speaking for everybody. But my <laughs> god, dude, they've ruined it. They absolutely ruined it. So clown number one. So let's get to clown number two here. This is this is great, man. I love this. Clown number two. This is from the post-millennial. Krispy Kreme offers free daily donuts to those with the vaccine. Despite obesity being a leading factor in COVID tests. I gotta, I gotta say, man, Krispy Kreme was here um, where I lived uh, for about a year or so, and then they went out of business. But if they what? were still here, if they were still here, uh, they'd probably be out of business regardless of this. But yeah, man, free donuts.
1: <laughs> free so donuts. If you, go, if you go get the shot we'll help you get fat that's that's what this is really all about right now um dude we have krispy kreme down here okay it, and when the sun comes on that means they're hot it, the line is super long going down the highway people love krispy kreme down here and down here uh we also have mardi gras so when, if oh, you nice. collect, just get this real quick, man. I'm just gonna throw this in. When you collect beads and you get like a, a Walmart bag full of beads, you can usually go trade those in for a free dozen donuts, right? Oh <laughs> so, my god! And now, no. and now they're going with the vaccine pass. Jesus, I mean, they'll do anything to get rid of a donut.
0: Uh, yeah, do people are asking me how how will they know? How will they know if they got the uh, if they got the shot? They want them to show a vaccination card. That's how. That's how, and I don't know how that's legal because it does have personal medical information on it. So I don't know, dude, when I saw the, uh, you know, the cover of one of these magazines and it was a, an obese woman and literally we're going through COVID and it's just like, wait, 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 isn't, aren't we trying to get healthier as a, as a society and COVID, you know, just like older people had issues more, they were more, you know, prone to getting sick. Um, if they're older, same th- kind of thing with if you had uh, pre-existing uh, conditions and obesity being one of them, but you know, you're going to get a crazy, you can get, you can get a Krispy Kreme donut. If you just show that vaccination card, <laughs> thank you for being well, Krispy Kreme. You are now clown number two and clown number three guys. This is going to be the last clown of the day, but this one, this one's, this one's insane. I promise you, I told you Twitter's okay with, uh, with, with this, look at this from David Rubin. In what other context is it okay for a white guy to send a black woman a picture of a KKK hood and basically call her a white supremacist? There is no racism like woke, woke progressive racism, is there? What am I talking about? This was an exchange between Candace Owens. A lot of people like to go after Candace Owens, man. Cardi B and now this guy, who you're going to see in a minute. So she wrote, The number one violent offenders against black people are other black people. Fact. The number one violent offenders against Asian Americans are also black. That is also a fact. Fact. But both Black Lives Matter and Asian Lives Matter are campaigns uh, dedicated to stomping out white supremacy because clown world. She put this out yesterday. I shared it myself. Oh, and here he is. Liam O'Meara. He's actually running for Congress on top of it, I find it. He said, yikes, you may have dropped this. And there is a Klan hood with eyes. Obviously, you know exactly what this is, right? Yeah. This guy drops this under her comments, and she clearly sees this. And again... He's running for Congress. And shocker, shocker alert, breaking news, he's running for Congress in California. And he's a doctor.
1: (laughs) Makes sense. (laughs) Makes sense.
0: Makes total sense, right? So (laughs) this was going viral over the place. So Candace Owens went and wrote, For everyone that is suing Twitter for clear-cut bias, they have written to me, because Candace Owens reported this to Twitter, they have written to me to let me know that sending Klansman hoods of black people does not violate any of their rules. Racism is okay on this platform. Thanks, Twitter safety. And this was the response. We're writing to let you know that after reviewing the available information, we didn't find a violation of our rules in the content you reported. We appreciate that you let us know what happened and encourage you to reach out again in the future if you see any potential violations. Oh, but don't worry, guys. It didn't stop there. It didn't stop there because you know what Candace did, I find it. Candace went and called the police, wherever she lived, and she filed a police report, and then things changed a little bit. Look at this. So she wrote, How do you feel about Democrats sending photos of Ku Klux Klan hoods to black conservatives as an insult? Because I'm pretty sure, as my grandfather is still alive and breathing and suffered the real Klansman in his youth, that this is racist and you are a pig for sending this. And if you drop this bullshit in my front door, it would be considered a hate crime. So Liam, Oh, uh, it's so unfortunate. His name's Liam. God, that's my son's <laughs> I just name. just realized he's, that. He's ruining, he's ruining Liam's. Yes. He responds. I try to point out that your argument used explicit white supremacist rhetoric. I'm sorry that the image offended you. <laughs> Are you that out of touch? You're a doctor? Though the point was that it deeply offends me too. And I don't like seeing normalized white supremacy in American political discourse. And no, 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 no. <laughs> this is the last thing, and I'll let you get your, uh, your take on this. The only reason you're apologizing now is because I'm filing a police report. You spent all morning trying to justify the imagery by claiming my statistics were racist. Want to stomp out white supremacy? Don't be a white guy who sends Klansmen, hood, Ho- Klansmen hoods to black people.
1: Wow. Dude, you see him try to backtrack that oh i'm sorry it deeply offends me too oh nobody i was following this dude
0: and he didn't say anything until candace owens said she got a police she filed a police support and he immediately came out and and, uh gave a response
1: (laughs) that 180 emotion on his face i bet that was priceless to be a fly on the wall when all of a sudden he just went pale Oh man, I bet she went ham on, on when she looked at this and saw that. I bet she just like destroyed everything around her with her mind like that. Dude, how, <laughs> She's just savage.
0: How far have we come now to where we literally have white people calling black people white supremacist?
1: Exactly, it reminds you of a Dave Chappelle episode, doesn't it? Do we we true <laughs> oh do
0: we literally living in a clown world right now? Because I really do believe we are because. Dude, if, if black people can't get it, if black people can't be white... That's, that was the rhetoric that I was waiting for, was that if this if this dude was a was black, the shooter, or any other color, I was waiting for the left-wing media to blame um, white supremacy for black people and people of color to latch on to the ideas of white supremacy and then carry it out because of white supremacists. Or Trump. One of the two.
1: Yeah, or all <laughs> of it just wrapped up together. Yeah, I mean, look, we saw last year... It was like 50% or more of the people that were marching for BLM were all white. You know, that was—it's nuts, man. Okay, so what if all of those people marching across the border were white people? You think they'd still have the border open? Nah, no, <laughs> I don't no. think so, man.
0: <laughs> Hell no, man. Absolutely not. But man, this was—I uh, was, told you guys—it was a great, it was great clowns. That's all the clowns I have for you late, uh, guys today. Holy cow, man. I love watching Candace Owens get into beefs with people, man. I really. I really, really do. It's, it's really fun. So, guys, let me just check my phone, make sure I haven't missed anything.
1: I got one Waleska out there. Man, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you. Thank you for that donation.
0: Awesome. And Hot Rod 73, crazier and crazier every day. Hot Rod, thanks for hanging out, man. We're going to be here to cover it as much as we can. Let me get the camera back on me. We're going to be here covering as much as we can, and I don't want you guys to forget, starting tomorrow – I, because as you guys know, Methods is no longer doing um, his shows right now. He's going to be doing his morning and chill. And um, he's going to be working on Foxhole with the team and all that stuff so we can get that built to where we need it to be. So I will be in his showtime, the 2.30 p.m. spot starting tomorrow. Um, and we're going to be doing this again. We're going to, it's going to be more of a chill, chill kind of entertaining, fun time. We're going to do call ins. We're going to, you guys will be able to call into me it's going to be fun. We're going to have a great time. And uh, it's just something a little bit different than what I've normally been doing on these Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday schedules. So that'll be happening tomorrow. And I'm going to also be on what Friday guys. So you guys have me now five days a week and um, no longer three days. So that's going to be starting tomorrow. So guys, I got to actually start going to bed early, <laughs> which sucks, but it's all good. It's all good. I don't mind. I've been wanting to do it for a while. Just needing a, needed a good opportunity to do it. And that is where we're at. So guys, that's going to be in. And just a heads up, if anyone calls in spewing any kind of crazy, racist, uh, violent shit, I will hang up on you immediately because it's my channel and I cannot afford any getting the platform on anywhere else right now. So fair warning, I love you, WokeFam, but we got to keep it as clean as possible and uh, that's what we're going to do. So real quick before you all head out, don't forget to check out Wokesocieties.com where you can find some merch here, the Mr. Potato Head ladies, V-neck, the t-shirt, all that good stuff, guys. I'm going to be asking my guys to make a team taco shirt and team wing shirt and also a woke fam shirt and some merch going along because we really need that in the store because I really want to know who is team taco and who is team wing. So we're going to get that made for you. So right now, in the meantime, we have truth equals hate speech, um, the shamrock hoodies to celebrate this uh, St. Patty's day this month, the drunk society's merch. It's all there. You can find something for your friends, your family makes great gifts we have magnets. We have the 2020 participation trophy still, the Trump won mugs, all that good stuff, hats, beer steins. It's all there. You can find a gift for anyone and for anybody that wants to continue to support this show, become a monthly sponsor. You guys can send me an email at wokesocieties1111 at gmail.com. For any sponsors, patriot businesses that want to get on this show, I want to support you and all that good stuff. And for anybody out there as well to catch my replays, watch on on uh you know bit shoot on rumble the foxhole.app it's on dlive as well on pill.net and follow me on telegram guys and gab those platforms have been blowing up especially telegram it's a good time over there it's a party at telegram i can tell you that and all that good stuff but i find it what do you got you got anything coming up man or final thoughts
1: Man, uh, just another great show out here. It was a bunch of wild stuff that happened in the world today, and uh, it made for some really great content. Woke fam out there, I see y'all in the chats. Y'all are doing great. I love every one of y'all. Mods, I really appreciate y'all. You're always dropping my links out there. Y'all can still find me on Telegram, uh, Gab. I'm still on Twitter, um, and, uh, yeah, and all that good stuff. So, anyway, man, yeah, it's been a great day hanging out with you yet again. Beautiful, man. Absolutely beautiful. And don't
0: let me forget about that chest Guys, the good thing is that I'm liking about DLive. You guys are donations are not coming through DLive as much, which I absolutely love. It's coming through the cash app. I really appreciate that. Uh, DLive did us dirty. Uh, it's done us dirty so many times. And this is why I am, me and Methods and the team really, are really pushing for Foxhole to get to where it needs to be because we don't want to be on these platforms anymore. We want to be on our own platform. And once the donation system is set up over there, every penny is going to be going into the guys that are helping build this that have built it and the whole the entire foxhole team and it's going to a business that is american an american company and you just can't beat that it goes to the creator and to the guys that keep the platform running and all that stuff it's great so i really appreciate it guys so we're gonna get it the hell out of here but i will be back tomorrow at 2 30 eastern so be on the lookout you guys please turn on the notifications if you're on the foxhole.app Turn on that bell notification. You will get a notification of when I set up the topic to go live and an hour before. So that'll be, you guys got to do it. Sign up, go to pill.net or the foxhole.app and sign up. Get yourself on there and make sure you're supporting America First companies that support free speech. So without further ado, I think we got uh, all the donations, man. We got that chest open, all that good stuff. I think we covered everything, man. And it's going to be weird going live tomorrow. I'm actually going to have to get up at like 7 or 8 o'clock. Dude, I haven't done that probably in a year.
1: <laughs> you, know, you know I'm up at 4.30, so I'm going to be waiting. I'm going to be checking to see if you're up, man. Oh, I know. I'm going to have to set up
0: an alarm. I'm going to have to set up an alarm, and maybe I'll, maybe I'll jump on with Methods or something one of those uh, one of these mornings, and we'll just uh, – you guys, you, <laughs> you, you got to see a chill session with me and Methods when we don't have to do news. It's going to be a good time. But anyways, stay strong, stay safe, guys, and stay woke. Good night, everybody.